Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails. This is episode three. Hey, with our glasses. Yes. <laughs> um, today we are drinking Mai Tais. Um, and what's our topic today, Sarah? Our topic is toxic traits. Why are you hard to date? Damn. <laughs> she said, let's get into it. Let's get let's into it. Let's just dive right in. Dive on in. Um, that's hard. Is it? It's really, it is really hard. Oh, okay, Miss Perfect. It is really hard to just, like, sit there and try and, like, name it. Put a name to it. Put a name to it. Attach you know, a name. Let's um, do it. Let's get. Okay. Let's get low. Like, you, you go first, then. Cut deep. Why me? You're all confident about this. <laughs> I never said I was wrong. I just said that you got one, okay? We all got them. Um, um, okay, we could start with the ones that we've low-key touched on in... A previous episode, the communication thing, like, okay, we don't like to talk, like we don't like to explain, we like to be understood. Um, so a lot of things that I may not vocalize, I should, but I get upset that you don't already know that you should be doing it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to tell you. <laughs> but also, like, I expect you to communicate with me, and that means that I have to show that same respect and communicate even if it's even if I feel it should be common knowledge okay that's got to be one of them (laughs) that's that's definitely fair I do the same exact thing and I think a lot of people do it without realizing it as well I think everybody expects when you're in a relationship with someone that your minds are just synced (laughs) like those avatar characters in the (laughs) horses where they just connect their freaking ponytails and it's just like yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I wish it was like right? that. That would sum up a whole At the lot. End of the hey, day, let you me just, just like connect, <laughs> you just wake up on the couch and just, just debrief. Your, your freaking thoughts. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I wish it could be that way. Yo. Why aren't we funding like the this? The only takeaway from that movie is that connection. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> Honestly, that was a dope movie. Like, and I think they have another one and coming. And the second out. one's gonna be even better. Yeah. That whole but. concept was dope. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Relatable. I'm done. Um, mm-hmm. That's really hard. Um, we can go back and forth. One, two, one, two. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to. <laughs> if you can think of one. Um, think about your current relationship, past relationships, what started the most arguments, what gives you the most frustration. Um, Sometimes, like, some of these things, I don't... I don't know that they would be classified as toxic, but rather just, like, a personality characteristic. Okay. That's um, fair. But, like, I can be a perfectionist at times. Yeah. yeah so, okay. you know, if he wants to help with the laundry and he's not folding it the way that it needs to be folded, oh. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> and I'm going to let you ride and I'm going to let you do that. But nine times out of ten, as I'm putting it away, I'm going to fold it the way that I want it to oh yeah it. that's okay okay that might be a personality trait that's definitely not toxic, toxic though that's How's annoying that toxic? that's annoying <laughs> that's where I'd be pissed did had he ever figured it out yeah oh yeah nah we would yeah. be beefing so I think like laundry is just kind of you like, had the me list. fold this shit and then you refolded it Oh, I appreciate nah. the gesture, but in the back of my mind, like, <laughs> I just want to, like, just, like, <laughs> scratching <laughs> the walls inside of my brain, like, just cringing. Stop. Oh, that's, okay, so maybe not toxic, but definitely, like. That's a character shape. Whew, it's something. 
there's some things that I like to do, and then other things, like dishes, all you, by all means. There's okay. no specific way that I want those things done, but laundry. So folding. folding. Is it maybe OCD? Uh, it might be. Okay. All right. Yes. That's I'm fair. just going to confidently say yes. <laughs> just confidently say yes. It sounds a lot better than toxic. <laughs> Since I've had a child, let me just tell you, like, I've always been disorganized, but since I've had a kid, something in my brain just, like, <laughs> switched on, and it's like, everything has to be where it needs to be. <laughs> Labeled in its drawer. <laughs> like, put away. <laughs> He knows if we're going shopping for storage bins or something like that. He's like, I'm going to just let you be over here with her. And we're going to go look at some puzzles and shit because you clearly you know where that's going to go. Yep. And I'm not going to try to, I'm just not going to do it. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the key, huh? Yes. I've always been able to find things in disorganization. Like room, damn near always disorganized. But do I know where everything is? Absolutely. Like, if it's a pile of mound of shit, you can just reach your hand <laughs> right, and just pull it out immediately. Like, like a needle exactly in a haystack, bro. Yes. Okay. Literally. That used to, I used to be able to do that. Literally. Too. My mom's like, your room's a mess. I'm like, but it's not, though. Right, right. But it's ask, me, ask me where something is. <laughs> ask me where something is. And the minute I clean my room, can't find you shit. Don't know where so guess is. what? I got to tear my room up again. Yep. And just, it's not clean anymore. Yeah. But also, a disorganized room leads to a disorganized mind. So... I've definitely gotten in the habit of organizing more Mm -hmm. than I did in the past. It's just, it's still a system that works for me, though. I think once you continuously make it a habit of putting things (laughs) back where they belong... (laughs) You eventually be able to find... (laughs) You would think. It's such a simple concept, but if you repetitively do that action, it's just... (laughs) You know, I don't know. It's something. But it's also like... I'm operating in a very small space for now. Right, right. So it's also very difficult to keep a small space organized. Have you ever watched that Spark Joy with Marie Kondo show? A little Asian woman who comes to your house and she's like, I love mess. Like, this is great. She's got a translator. She doesn't actually speak English. So like, okay. this other lady's on the side. She's probably like censoring out a lot of stuff that she's... I can you know see that. I mean? Mm-hmm. But she comes in and, like, she loves mess. She's, like, intrigued by it. And she comes in and she basically helps you have an organized life. She tells you to remove things that don't spark joy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. She feng shui's your small space. Exactly. Okay. So you're in your closet and you're looking at stuff and she'll hold up a sweater and be like, Sarah, does this spark joy? You can be like, no, I haven't thought about that shit in, like, years. Okay. Period. Get rid of it. Got you, got you. And that's how I've that. gotten rid of so many of my clothes. Yeah. I'll look at it and be like, I haven't thought about wearing this in a year. Right, right. Needs to go. Needs to go. Ooh, yeah, definitely need that. You should try that. Got you. Just has no sentimental value, no real use. Yeah. Hasn't been it thought about It doesn't, like, used. spark something in you where it's like, like some graphic shirts that I still have, my ACDC shirts, Led yeah. Zeppelin, whatever. Yeah. Those bring back memories and, like, for some reason I just can't let them go, so I don't. Right. You know what I mean? So there's always a little Asian woman with me when I'm folding my Not laundry. Not an Asian woman. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? I'm getting organized, but. How did we get here? We were talking about my trait. <laughs> okay, yes, your OCD. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think my toxic trait is. I'm very contradictory, I would say. Like, 
I say I don't want a relationship, but I'm definitely a relationship person. When you say you don't want a relationship, are you saying, like, at this very moment or just at all ever in your life? Because those are two different things. They are. They are. Um, If I could answer the question, yes, I would. I know that I can't. (laughs) But, like, the answer would literally be yes because... I don't care to have one ever, ever again. Zero out of ten stars. Very ghetto. We've said this. Like <laughs> ten out of ten would not do again. <laughs> no tomatoes, 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 bro. Like tomatoes. That shit is ghetto, and it it really is only ghetto. And I realized it recently. It's ghetto because when I get into a relationship, <clears throat> I am focused on the other person. Like I want to build with you. I want to do what you do. Like it's me and you. But at this stage in my life. I need to put all of that energy that I would put into another person into me. So though I would prefer to have a relationship eventually or even now, it's just not something that I can prioritize as on the top list. I got to have me there. Mm-hmm. So, but yet, <clears throat> I'm flirtatious. I'm the person that I am. I'm personable. Um, I have acquaintances. <laughs> things happen and it could very much get into relationship territory but the moment that it does I'm like what are you doing told mm-hmm. you I didn't want a relationship <laughs> yeah. but it very much looks like that's what but we're heading to correct that correct you want that. I th- so mixed signals maybe mixed a combination signals. of mixed signals mixed and signals. I'm contradic- yeah. contradictory contradictive whatever um I don't yeah. think it's a bad thing to want to be focused on yourself though I don't think enough people do that Agreed, and thank you. And I, I think you're right. It's just then I need to stick to that. Then, like I, I need to stand on that, <laughs> and I don't. But then you know, I think some people feel that when they say I'm just gonna focus on me, yeah, not dating. I just like need to get right with myself. They kind of like completely shut the door to any possibility of opening up mm. to new love. Correct. Because they're so like this is about me. But yes, I think. It's possible you just gotta to set both. boundaries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Set boundaries, or just make it known in the beginning. Hey, mm-hmm. not really looking for anything right now. As 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 the kids these days are saying it, I'm just looking for something casual. Screaming, is that what the kids say? They say <laughs> I casual. Guess the kids. Cash. We are, yeah. The kids. Yeah, we're definitely not the kids, kids. these days. Not anymore. <laughs> Knocking on thirty, bro. Do just, you feel almost thirty? Yeah. You do? No. I don't. I, I mentally don't. will always be. A child. Correct. Even when I'm old, I'm going to be a child. Correct. I'm going to be throwing spitballs at my husband across the table. <laughs> Literally. At 70. Nerf guns, okay? Like, That's why you need glasses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see it coming. <laughs> That's a fact. I think those are the best kind of people, though. Yeah. Um, but no, just I would just set boundaries. You know, I'm just looking for something casual. I'm not really looking to get into anything serious. That's a classic line. It is. And then you get into something Literally, serious. Literally, like the next day, bro. The next day. You get into the most serious situation. Ironically, that would be me. And you know what? Remember we talked about, um, like, how it's just, like, if I were to ever consider getting married again, like, I would want to go, like, to the courthouse. Yeah. And you're just like, what if you met a guy who wants a big wedding? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your situation? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Like, correct. (sighs) Almost immediately. I can't wait to go to that wedding. I hate you. You're just going to be pressed the whole time. It's not. It's no. So unamused. (laughs) No, literally, like, I hate it here. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't ask for 400 people, but here I am. At all. But my one stipulation would have been, 
if you want a big wedding, okay, then you better be able to come up with the funds to do so. Oh, of course. Big weddings are nuts. I mean, so. I come from, you know, the Italian side at least of mm-hmm. my family just goes all out for any event. Oh, a one-year-old's birthday? <laughs> we're, we're renting out the country club hall, the Sorry. banquet hall, and there's at least 150 people Bro. for a one-year-old. For I've one been year. there. Okay. Suits, dresses, the whole nine. And this baby doesn't even know <laughs> who any of these people at. are. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so Let alone why we're all here. <laughs> the parents. The adults. So weddings and we alone. we get lit. You're looking at like 300 plus. Jesus. You know. But yeah, that, that's, that's not, not going to be me. I know. I know. That does not sound amusing at all. There's it does no not way. sound like a good time. I feel like it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> you saw how I was trying to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, it was lit. Like, for a minute. A minute, though. Um, I'm trying to reflect on past relationships. Um, okay. Because, you know, obviously everybody argues. I'm just trying to think of what are reoccurring arguments. Oh, my God. I just thought of... <laughs> you could go again. <laughs> I bet. I bet I could. I give you, give you, like, 30 seconds to come up with short. <laughs> Take some time to reflect. You just said a key word, and I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely me. Mm. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was fake thinking. I... I, was really just, I was really just staring at the ceiling. I wasn't actually putting any thought into it. <laughs> These are strong. Yes. <laughs> These are very strong. Um, <clears throat> My toxic trait is, are you ready for this? Should I take a sip or wait? I would wait. wait. I would wait. So, I will say, I'm not about to argue with you after I just argued with you. (laughs) Very clearly. Like, once I make my point, I'm not about to argue with you. Shut down. Boom. That's it. Anything you say after that is an argument. (laughs) Like, that, that would probably be, that's on the top of the list. That's on the top of the list. Yeah. I, I would agree that I'm yeah. the same way. I don't know that I say I'm not about to argue with you, but... <laughs> yeah, I'll say, like, we're not going to get into this, and then we fucking get into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm not going to get into this. But another thing... Right, right, right. It's like hitting the start button. Yes. Okay, okay. Yep. That's definitely toxic. That's definitely toxic. Oh, it's horrible. This is the last thing I'm going to say. And then <laughs> but, I send a novel. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know like, but I'm off this, though. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> nah, because to be continued, bro, like, <laughs> you're going to get this. And another thing. <laughs> that is definitely toxic. Okay, so. And for me to be so that. small, like, right. they really, they really don't expect it. But, bro, like, once you get me started, like, I don't know what to tell you. This is why I don't talk. That's why I don't talk. That's why I don't argue. Because once you get me started, there's there's no ending. There's, there's no, no ending, ending until you feel satisfied. Or heard. With, yeah, or heard. Which is always, that never happens. Never. That never happens. Very rarely. No. Very rarely. You just both, I feel like, just get exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then you just stop talking about it. <laughs> and then weeks later... They'll do something that triggers you, and it just starts that whole argument up again. Yes. It's like we were just here, and I told you I don't want to talk about this again. And we're talking about but it we're again. we're talking about it again. This is an issue. Ooh, question. Okay. 
Have you ever started laughing in the middle of an argument? Like a crazy laugh? Correct. Like you got me fucked up laugh? Yes, yes. Oh, damn. Okay, okay, okay. That's toxic. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think that's just a straight up personality mm-hmm. trait. Like That I'm... means the authorities need to be on speed dial. <laughs> that's you, what that not means. Not you tapping on your <laughs> <laughs> Call them. Call them now. Because those are the only people that are going to be able... Um, Look at the Buddha picture came down because it was like, nah, this energy is listen, not, okay, y'all not right. We're messing up the Zen room right now. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> everything is off. Mm-mm. Oh my god, he's judging us. <laughs> Literally judging us. Um, yeah, no, I, I've definitely laughed before. <laughs> if you say some out of pocket stuff, I'm gonna laugh in a way that's like, you thought you knew me, but you don't even. <laughs> That's that Italian. Oh, that might be the Puerto Rican. It's definitely the Puerto Rican. Mm. That's another thing that I think is is a toxic trait. I don't really know. No, being Puerto Rican. Yeah, no, being Puerto Rican is not a toxic trait, (laughs) or Italian for that matter. I think it's just knowing the fire that is within, and Mm. you know, just allowing it to reach a certain point that it probably shouldn't. That's definitely a toxic trait. Yes. Because I've done it multiple times before. It's just like, when you really get me going, that's it. There's no, yeah. I and then you're going to tell me to calm down? Oh, yeah, the calm down. Calm down is a straight calm trigger. Calm down is, yeah. Straight trigger. If you want me to amp it up, use that word. Tell use me that phrase. <laughs> Please do. If that's the result that you want, you'll get it. But if you want me to actually calm down, you're going to have to try something else. Mm-mm. And you you see all these memes about like Latin women and like how we get a bad rap for being crazy and all this other stuff, but it's just, like, you know, there there can be some truth to it. I think you know some women are a little bit more able to control themselves than others, but for some reason, for me, like, it's got to be something specific. I'm not that way all the time, but if it's something specific that'll set me off, and you've never seen me angry angry before. Nope. That's because you don't make me. Um, and why, I love that's that. That's why it's been 17 years. We've been that's a fact. That is a whole <laughs> fa- Between the both of us, but the fact that like we haven't <laughs> like. I've never seen you get at all. To a not 10, at you and 10. you not at me. Like yeah. <clears throat> I maybe in relationships or the people that we were talking to. Um, I've screamed before to the point where like I can feel my voice box, like, girl, yeah. you gotta chill out. I've had to cough, like, literally, yeah, yeah. or, like, yeah. had no breath or no voice left. Just Your head trying to be heard. just feels like it's gonna explode. It's pounding yes. from screaming. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there 100%. Have you ever thrown something? The night that I found him there with that woman? Yeah. I swung a car battery charger at him. I also threw like a can of Lysol, maybe a bin, um, the dog cage, and I was so close to the knives, but he was able to grab me before I got to the kitchen. So that was the one and only time I've ever hit a man. That is the last time I will ever hit a man. Mm -hmm. And that was the very first time and last time that I'll ever throw anything at a man. But yeah. That's probably the only time. I mean, cheating is... Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. To walk in on it. To walk in on it? 
I'm going to flip your house upside That's down. That's a big one. I will With my dog? You got my yeah. son in here, nigga? Yeah. You got my son in here? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to like, show ass up and her ass up right now. Like, that's wild. The yeah. fact that I did not go to jail is amazing. And honestly, I owe it to his sister and his mom. They are the two people that kept me out of jail. Because I called his sister and his sister called his mom. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's that's the only reason. We was out in Amherst. I knew for a fact I was going to jail. I just told him to get the <laughs> bail money Amherst, ready. Like, sure. literally, just get the bail money ready. Like, it, I'm, lock me the fuck up. Amherst is second line to Kenmore in terms of police. They mm-hmm. just, no. Yeah. Buffalo, you might have been all right. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Possibly. But, yeah, no, that's... I, <laughs> I, can't, I can definitely say I've never... I've never hit a man. I've never put my hands on a man just because that's not how I was raised, honestly. Agreed. Um, Agreed. No matter the situation. I've <clears throat> heard of situations within my family where, you know, they've broken up with a girl and she put, she took the trash can and opened his drawers and poured the trash in his, his drawers drawer. when he broke up with her. Like, oh, that type of him. shit, that's just really disrespectful to me. It is. Um, you know, I've, I've just never been, no matter how angry I am, I don't think I could ever mm-hmm. do that. Um, Agreed. <laughs> honestly, like, in that moment, like, I honestly didn't care about him or any of his things, but the, the things that I did not touch were his musical intru- instruments. Yeah. Like, I know that, number one, like, they're worth a lot. Um, both monetarily, but also, like, to him. And I don't think that I cared about the fact that they were worth more to him, but, like, I just... That's disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. even what I did was disrespectful, but, like, no, I guess there are levels. Did, what he did was disrespectful. Let's True. just back it up here. Correct. That was seven years of being with somebody. Correct. Correct. And you walk in on him in his tidy whities Correct. <laughs> right. With another Correct. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah, that that was that was a tough one. That was a tough one, because yeah, that was a tough one. Especially because like it was definitely I thought it was a joke at first, like I genuinely thought he was like fucking with me. Is that where the crazy laugh came? In? I think so. <laughs> because I'm like, bruh. Yeah. If she in there, turn around, go get my shit. When he turned around, I was like, oh really? <laughs> So that's what we doing here today. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, yo, I ripped it up. I was like, oh, you wow. I know the neighbors. I know the neighbors was having a field day because all you heard was him try to like barricade the door. But I was just moving. Like I was everything. I kicked the door down. I was throwing everything. I, I probably sounded like the Tasmanian devil. Probably. <laughs> and looked like him too, as short as I am. But yeah. That, what did she do? I don't remember. She hid in the bathroom. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> of course. She hid in the bathroom. He made sure. Now see, here's the thing. As angry as I was, and I know that she knew who I who I was and who I am. That's and that the we worst were together, part. That's the worst part. I didn't want to touch her. No. I I really didn't. Now, (laughs) is there a point in time where, like, you can definitely catch these hands in the streets? Yeah. Do I owe you a couple black eyes? Absolutely. 
Will it happen? I don't know. But do you deserve it? Absolutely. In that moment, though, my problem wasn't with her. Um, the only time that I did want to get physical with her is when she opened her mouth. Because that was your first mistake. Why are you talking? <laughs> Why are you even speaking? Why are you trying to explain? At all. How you got naked. <laughs> Correct. Because <laughs> that's what Correct. you're doing. Why are you talking? Like, you I see what had happened was. Like, I didn't know y'all was together, yeah, bitch. Okay. Shut up. Okay. She you see what though. I did to this room? She knew, though, didn't she? Yeah. She knew you guys for years, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. For a yeah. while. Okay. For a while. Don't play me. Yeah, you definitely know. You definitely know. I didn't know you guys. And here's the thing. Like, if she was around, he was allowing it. So I also understand that mentality, too. It's like, she probably thought we were together, but she also has no loyalty to me. True. So, it's not justified, but it's also understood <laughs> why you would say, I didn't know y'all were together. Because that's bold of him to bring her over there, mm-hmm. where I go frequently. As you should, because you're in a committed relationship. So I thought. <laughs> so I thought. No. Nah. That's the wildest story you've ever told me. And that <laughs> yeah. still boils my blood. Like, when I drive by his apartment, whether or not he still lives there, yeah. I just look at it and just, that's all I think about. Same. That's Same. all I think about. I honestly avoid that street a lot. That's a lot. Because it's a main street. Yeah. So, like, you, you know, you yeah. gotta use it. Nah. From time to time. But, <clears throat> yeah. That is a tough one. That is definitely a tough one. And then it's wild because, remember I said, like, even after all that shit happened, like, I still tried to go back to, like, live there for a portion of time. And the, the room, the bedroom that we used to sleep in, I couldn't sleep in anymore. Mm-hmm. He had two bedrooms. So we were in the, the kids' bedroom a uh, majority of the time because I literally just could not bear to be in there. And then towards the end, like, we were in there more frequently. But it was still tough. I think it always will be. I think for me that's, you know, oftentimes I think... People reconcile in relationships if if they feel it's worth it, if there's been a lot of time put into it. This was something we were talking about just before we got on here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're with someone for a couple of years, you sit back and kind of ask yourself, you know, is it worth continuing to work on this? You mm-hmm. know, and I think, though, when it comes to cheating, is that where we draw the line? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Physically, you know what I'm saying? Like emotionally I feel like hurts as well yep but when you physically (laughs) when you physically have sex with somebody I think for me that's it that's it I don't think there's any you're not coming back from that because that those are moments that that we shared over the years right 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 that you did with somebody else and I don't know that I could ever look at that person the same and say yeah we could Right, let's work on this, right. I agree. I agree, that's tough to bounce back from. Is it impossible? People have done it. No, it's not impossible, right, because we we know marriages that have lasted years and years and years, and they've had to go through that, or they did go through that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a way around it, but it, it takes two people. Usually at that point, the guy is so sorry that he's willing to do anything and everything and um stick to that in my situation it was just a lot of talk it sounded good a lot of talk but no action correct yeah and that that's where i had to draw the line unfortunately i should have drawn drew the line at the the physical aspect of him cheating whether it was text messages pictures um acting on it 
being disrespectful, all of that. I should have drew, drew the line there when it was blatant disrespect over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it just it just went unnoticed. And then when the physical aspect happened, it's still crazy that I was still able to be like, all right, well, we've put in all this time, we've put in all this energy, you're the person I want, blah, 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 blah. But it was more so just the not the not following through with it. Like, I, the crazy part is I know he's capable of it. Like, I know he's very capable of not cheating or being, um, like, backing up what he's actually saying. But you have to want to. You have to want to for yourself and then for that person and then for the better of the relationship. And if you don't have all of those three things down, it's not going to work. Right. And, and again, I think it hurts even more. Because of just the length of time mm-hmm. that you've been with that person. And not only that, but just knowing that person from childhood as well. You know, you really have it in your mind that you think you know somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you really think that you know someone and then they throw you the biggest fucking curveball, you know? It's true. And and I also understand, like, he didn't have... He didn't have the two-parent household... Um, depicted you know he didn't have that growing up and not that my parents marriage is perfect or was perfect or my upbringing was perfect but I saw how two people work together um I saw mutual love mutual respect um and just a mother and a father and that's something that he never got to experience in its entirety so I know that a lot of his shortcomings or struggles came from him like literally trying to create what a man was supposed to do um it's common sense and common knowledge for you to not be unfaithful like you know that you're doing something wrong so I can't make an excuse there but I do understand that he like the turmoil that he was going through with himself or is going through with himself had a lot to do with what he saw growing up versus like what he acted on or what he wanted with me I can understand you know, trying to battle childhood demons, we'll call it, in Mm -hmm. a way, because I think everybody in some aspect is doing that. I'll be honest right now, my toxic trait is that I continue to try and search for my father in the men that I date. That's what that comes to mind immediately, you know, because my dad was never really present in mm-hmm. my life so every man that I've dated I've noticed those qualities and the qualities are that they're not present mm. Ooh. And, yeah okay yeah okay they're not present whether it be physically emotionally mentally mm. they're not there and I think that reflects my father and for me it's sort of that we accept the love we think we deserve Jesus and every single relationship I've been in has been that way. Just not present. And me feeling, me yearning for more, mm-hmm. but feeling like this is all I'm worthy of. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a toxic trait. I... It's toxic for myself. Not for other people, but for right, me. Like, it's right. really toxic. Right, right. Because I know that I deserve so much more, but yet my mind is like, mm, but you don't. <laughs> you know? And I know what I bring to the table and what I can give in a relationship because if you are with me, I'm so loving and I will literally take care of you and just, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not reciprocated. Right. And I feel 
that that's okay. Watching a woman flourish in a relationship where she's genuinely being loved correctly is ridiculous. Oh, the glow up is insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. We've seen it time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just sad that we convince ourselves, I guess, that we have to go through the fucking trenches <laughs> with some man from Buffalo. <laughs> Um, Buffalo to get there you know what I'm saying it's not like oh you can't meet your soulmate or your you know your future in Buffalo or the city that you're in but it's like we limit ourselves to that because of what we allow Mm -hmm. and what's comfortable and what's convenient and a lot of what you just said about that realization of like looking for your father like I'm sure I'm sure I can relate to that too if I really sat down and thought about it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that's wild that actually does have me like tripping over here and the smallest things will trigger me too like my current situation okay he works a lot mm-hmm. so he's never around mm-hmm. and I feel like that's something that definitely kind of plays into my childhood and I've thought about it and like I'm not saying this as a joke but I'm thinking like maybe I really do need to like go and talk to somebody about specifically my childhood past and how I can grow from it because the smallest things of I'm running late and it's not just like I'm running 15 minutes late or like 20 minutes late it's like an hour later and I'm still waiting for you it just brings back memories of me being a kid Mm -hmm. waiting here at my house for my dad to come get me and my mom's like you know your dad's running late and I there's a legitimate photo of me asleep in a chair waiting for my dad to come pick me up and that's, those are things that just, like, I still have these triggers from my wow. childhood. And I'm fucking 27. Right. And those things still affect me. Right. You know, I would definitely like to just air that out with someone that mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. Just be like, why, why am I still like this? How can I be better? You know, because a lot does have to do with me. Maybe I need to change my mindset. But again, I just keep picking people that are not able to be present in just honestly just a normal way right it's (laughs) just normal like it would be nice to sometimes it would be nice to know what it feels like to just have somebody around you know I feel like a lot of my relationships I just felt so alone but again just feeling like this is what I deserve because it's all I've known you know granted I have a stepfather who is I just call him my dad, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it was rough in the beginning, but like, he's been there for me and I, I can sit there and vent to him about a lot of shit. Yeah. And he's so cut and dry. He doesn't, he just cuts right through the bullshit and he's like, listen, th- this is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And in a lot of ways, I think he's actually helped me to heal a lot, but he's mm-hmm. not my dad at right. the end of the day. And I think now that I have my daughter and I have brought her around him. I can see, like, he really loves her, you Mm. know, and it's really, and I told my mom about this, and she was like, you know, as long as he can be a good grandfather at least, even though he wasn't a good father, hopefully he can be a good grandfather to your daughter. She goes, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I said, no, I, you know, I completely understand what you're saying, you know, and she is right, you know, as long as he can, if he can at least be a good grandfather to my daughter, I think that would... It wouldn't make up for my life, but it would it would mean a lot to me. Yeah. At least, you know what I mean, that he was present. But 
sometimes when I go over, I do see things with his son. Like, um, one of the biggest things, my dad is very artistic. Like, that's where I get it from and everything. And his son created something in art class. And we were over just for, like, Sunday dinner. And he had brought up the artwork that he did. And his mom was like, oh, you know, did you show it to your dad? And he's like, well, I left it in the bedroom, but he hasn't looked at it yet. And it just, like, triggered me again because there was, there was so many times when I would draw stuff for him because I wanted to be as good as him if not better Mm -hmm. and I would always be so excited to show him stuff like look I drew this look I did this and I remember the one day like I found my stuff just like crumpled up in a drawer like didn't really care about it you know so when he said like he didn't even look at it yet yeah that was just like wow like he hasn't changed Mm. even though he's had the son that he's always wanted how many times have I brought that up right I feel like I'm a tomboy Yep. Because my dad wanted a son. Yep. <laughs> I think so too, actually. Seriously. I think that it, I mean, it obviously suits you. It, yeah. But I think that you're right. Like. But, you know, like, we can go, I can talk about cars for hours and hours and love it. I, you know, learn how to play hockey, football, like all the sports, everything that he wanted to do. Yep. He showed me how to do it because he wanted a son. And I don't regret that I was raised to be a tomboy because I feel like in a lot of ways, I don't know, it just makes you a better person all mm-hmm, around. Like, sure. I wouldn't want to be girly in any sort of way. <laughs> and I think when you're searching for relationships with men, it's isn't it so much easier? I yes. mean, you're a tomboy. It's so much easier yes. to just vibe with a guy Hell yeah. when you have so much in common. Correct. You know? And can genuinely just talk to them. Like, on their level almost. On their level and genuinely have similar interests and not just say, like, oh, yeah, I went to the car dealership with Brad because, Screaming. like, he wanted yes. to look at trucks, but I don't know what a Land Rover <laughs> is. Like, <laughs> no, no, like, you genuinely are like, let's go and let's walk around right. for hours, you know? My fascination with guns. Like, Hell yeah. the video games, all <laughs> yeah. the start, yeah. like, um, different sports, like, now, football, don't talk to me about football. That's Chinese. But <laughs> any other sport, I'll watch or play with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just more common. We've always had mostly male friends, like, growing up. Like, yes. it was either girls were threatened by us or jealous of us or just genuinely, like, I'm not interested in having a conversation with you. Yes. Um. So I'm going to go over here <laughs> and talk with the boys because... Y'all a lot more interesting. Yeah, which which opens me to my next toxic trait, and that is that <laughs> I don't get along with females. Okay, okay. So, when you sit there and tell me I have a friend who's a female, uh-oh, but we're just friends, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, are you now? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is it, okay, what, okay, let me back up. Let me back up. You're right. That was a mouthful. So we, like, we really need to, like, dissect what I just said. Correct. Correct. that's a lot. Correct. Because my next statement was going to be, is it possible for a male and a female to genuinely be platonic friends? We could get into that. Oh, yeah. I just don't want to forget. No, let's get into it. You want to get into that? We're going to get into it. Okay. Okay. We're going to dissect what you said first. Oh, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. We're going to get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Go ahead. Get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Not a theme. <laughs> Just crack my knuckles here. Okay. <coughs> Not crack the knuckles. Okay. 
Is it possible for males and females to be platonic friends? This is going off my own experience. I'm going to say no. My own experience? No. Hmm. Ask me if I have any male friends right now. (laughs) Do you have any male friends right now? No, Sarah, I don't. (laughs) Interesting. Why? Because... I mean, I'm not going to... I mean, it's my own word. Right, right, right. (laughs) Toot, toot. I'll do it for you because... But if we're hopping on a train... Listen. um, (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) If we're hopping on a train. It's tough. It's really tough because in this world, males and females, and obviously in today's world... Males and males, women and women, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. It's it's really impossible for me at least, and it could be that I have no feelings for you whatsoever, other than I like to hang out with you. But for some reason, somewhere down the road, um, feelings come into play. Always, 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 always. You know, I have feelings for you, but nine times out of ten, and I say nine times out of ten because I'm usually in a relationship. Mm. <clears throat> it's always been, you know, we'll say back in, like, high school, because I really don't have guy friends anymore because of this reason. There was a guy who I was friends with since middle school, really wanted something to happen between us, really wanted a relationship, well into high school, even into college, mm. and I never felt that. I never saw myself with him and it it just it started create to create friction within my relationships with the guys that I was with right telling me like you need to cut him off at one point he took his truck and drove to his house and threatened to like yes I remember this mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> wow. um, just got really tough to the point where I had to say like we can't be friends anymore because you just don't know the boundaries like mm-hmm. I had boundaries set but he just continued <laughs> To hop over those, yeah. you know? So, for me, I've I've learned my lesson from past relationships where it can oh. get really hairy. Um, and even in <coughs> the relationship that I'm in now, I feel like I'm constantly battling it. And it's not even on my end. It's just, you know, oh, this person's just a friend. But then this person has feelings for you and I'm Correct. supposed to be okay with her disrespecting the fact that we're in a relationship. Yeah. That's not okay with me. But then, but then, it gets said that it's insecurity and jealousy. Right. And that's the part that I would like to, I would like to (laughs) pick apart. Pick apart. Pick it apart. Where do you want to start? Come on, help bars. Come on. (laughs) It drives me crazy. Yeah. You're insecure and you're jealous. Because she has feelings for me. Which, okay, now stop there. Let's say that you were insecure and jealous. He's automatically invalidating your feelings. And then not trying to find a solution for that. Mm -hmm. So you're not, which is wild because most females are. But that's not it at all. It's just, it's the line of respect, like you said. It's the line of respect. And honestly, I feel like men throw around the word jealous. Like, it's just, the definition of jealousy is wanting something that you cannot have. Come on now. 
Webster. Webster. Let's go. Let's, let's like really, if you were to Google. Yeah, right. What is the definition of let's jealousy? Yeah. <laughs> let's pull it up thing. because honestly, I think men get so confused. Come on now. With what jealousy is. Listen, okay, okay. What's this Fe- say? Feeling or showing suspicion of someone's unfaithfulness in a relationship. Fiercely protective or vigilant of one's rights or possessions. Feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. Okay. All right. I like your definition better. (laughs) I I mean, or maybe, you know, maybe envy is wanting something that you can't have. But honestly, Mm. I think, I think all of that stems from the way that the man is making you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the only reason. Envy is definitely the, the, what your definition is. Yes. And envy and jealousy are, are one and the same. They could probably be synonyms. I feel so. like they go hand in hand. But those first two points of that definition definitely <clears throat> ring true. But again, they, that only happens because that level of respect is not there. Yeah, yeah. That level of saying, I understand that you feel this way, but I'm in a relationship. And if you can't respect the fact that I'm with her, if you're not cool with her, then you're not cool with me. Right. And that's it. But I feel like even, not even in this one, but in past ones, I continue to find this situation. And even more so to the extent of she's just a friend mm-hmm. and then we break up and guess guess who he's with. Right. A month or two months down the road. It's That's just true. like, you know what I mean? like. And vice versa. I've seen that happen too. And vice versa. Females saying you don't have to worry about him, but yet that's the one she's venting to. That's the one, you know. Who's catching her literally when she falls. And when I was, you know, when I was in counseling and I brought this up, you know, I said this is just an issue for me. And she brought it up is that women only have male friends when they're looking for something. Like, they're looking to eventually engage in a relationship. Men have relationships or friendships with women because women are just good listeners. And she made a really good point because I've been in a relationship for almost five years and I can confidently tell you that I don't really have male friends. Maybe at work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like back when I was in New York, I I will say that there were you know, some male captains that I worked with and after work we would all go out and have drinks, Mm -hmm. sure. But the second that I sensed that there was yeah something more from the guy i mean everybody knew that i was in a relationship right so they knew not to cross that line with me right but i think for me it was more of sensing like am i do i still feel comfortable spending time with this person or is he giving me a little bit more back than what i want right but she is right you know we are good listeners so i can understand why men want to have female friendships but i feel like it gets a little hairy Mm-hmm. When, like I said, the female begins to have feelings. Correct. For the male. And he doesn't set those boundaries. And that's a situation that I found myself in recently. Um, where, you know, it's still... it's. I feel like there's a lot of questions that haven't been answered with that. But a part of me doesn't really want to dig into it. But at the same time, like, there's something... There's a post that I saw that pretty much explains what had happened without really getting into it and it says I don't accept apologies 
you did what made you happy at the expense of my emotions and I understand it, but I won't respect it. Mm. And, you know, that's just, that's how I feel, you know. You consciously engaged in communication and knew, you knew. Like, guys have to know when a girl is into them. You can't just say, oh, I didn't know. You knew. You consciously were sitting there. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I'll be completely they don't. Honest. Sometimes they don't. But for but the most in this part, scenario, if you're engaging back in it, yeah. you can't sit there and say, I didn't do anything to make her think that, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. True. And like backstory, she confidently knew about the relationship. Yep. She knew about our daughter. Yep. And still, yep. still. And you also, you can't sit there and say, no, like I wasn't reciprocating. What would push her to say what she said? Yeah. You know what she said. I'm not going to repeat yeah. what she said. But what would push her to say that unless you were somehow feeding into it and making her think that there's a possibility that it could happen. That it could happen. Or that it did happen. Right. Or that you want it to happen. And that's what I said. Like They like that, they like that ego boost, though. They do. 100%. And it's 100%. So, like, I've heard several guys try to justify the fact that, like, so what? It's just words. It's text messages. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what I'm saying to her, what she's saying to, saying to me. Like, I'm coming home to you. Like, I'm with you. I'm spending a majority exactly. of my time with you. And the crazy part is, like, though it's disrespectful, I understand what they're saying. But if that person has access to you or anybody else has access to you the same way I do, it doesn't matter if you're acting on it or not. That's still a violation of commitment. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally... And you wouldn't like it being done to you. They hate that. Mm-hmm. So either we, it's a two-way street. We both got that green light. Or you need to stop. Right. Like, it's very simple. 100%. Like, we... It becomes an issue when they wouldn't be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But if we're not okay with it, we got to suck it we're up. We're insecure. Mm-hmm. We're jealous. We're jealous. Exactly. So that, yeah, that's a tough this one. This is definitely where, like, I would love, yes. I would love to get a male's perspective on this. I would, too. Um, and maybe... A, a part two? A part two. We, a part two. We will definitely have, you know, a male on at some point. Because I got a couple. With certain I got a couple. Yeah. I want to bring on stage. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this? Right. Right, yeah. But I will also say... I think it's very possible for a male and a female to be completely platonic. And I say that only because I have a lot of those friendships and as many guy friends as I do have. And for the few that I've either had a history with or sent something there, that's either a boundary we don't go past or we don't talk about, but it's just common knowledge. But there are a larger handful where like, it's never been a thought like literally brother and sister vibes from beginning until end and so I know that it's very possible I also know that it's like human nature to be attracted to a male or to be attracted to a female so there's probably some type of connection or attraction that I'm either ignoring unaware of or he's ignoring or unaware of sometimes you're just not the other person's type and sometimes it's just that's just not what it's ever supposed to be Mm -hmm. so I do know that it's possible but it takes two very mature, level-headed people to set that boundary and stick to it. And a lot of the time, what I do find, 
is that those guy friends, when they get into relationships, I'm tossed to the side. And mm-hmm. I have to eat that. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I'm a different type of female, so I'm going to respect that. It doesn't matter how long I've known you or how I feel for you or that we are literally platonic. I'm going to re- respect your relationship because your girl is either uncomfortable or just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that... But I, I think a girl being uncomfortable is... Oh, let me... It's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're insecure. It means it's it's okay. Yeah. Let me just, like, put that on record. Just because you're uncomfortable with the fact that a guy has a female friend way before you came along and that makes you uncomfortable. It's normal. It's perfectly normal and it's okay. Yep. Because... I have to do my job. Vice versa. And step back. Right. Or the girl has to do her job and step back. It becomes um, disrespectful when she doesn't. Now you're basically fighting over territory for what and it should be the guy that sets that boundary honestly (laughs) what this face was very very bold because he didn't know what type of female i was he didn't know what type of female his ex was but he literally took he met i met his ex Mm -hmm. on a date that he took me on he took me to the movies invited his ex she was a a a girl that he said was going to be in his life no matter what um so he I wanted no. you guys to basically get acquainted, but he didn't really say that. Yes, he didn't really say that. It was I think it was her birthday, and um, he w- she invited us. She had wanted to meet me for so long, and um, his rule was always, if you don't like her, then we ain't going to work. He said that with every female he's ever been with, and probably in the future he will do the same. For me... I because of our history, I'm like, okay, well, it's like, yeah, she's your ex. I don't care for it, but all right, you say she's not going anywhere, she's not going anywhere. Um, I met her and we fell in love immediately. <laughs> so it didn't matter what history they had. <clears throat> I like her more than you at this point. And it's wild because now I'm in her wedding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, and that happens. Yes, it does. It, it takes maturity. Does it, does. it takes, um, it takes trust. It takes, yep. It takes trust even Which is weird because we never had that in the relationship. No. So, I don't even know how that works. I really don't. From jump. Like, I know why it works now, but I didn't know why it worked initially. Mm Mm-hmm. It definitely takes trust. (laughs) It takes trust, and honestly, I think the reason why I have so many issues with these other females is because I don't feel secure Mm -hmm. in the relationship. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything to make me feel like I don't have to worry about these other women. Yep. <clears throat> That's where I'm at. Is that That's the definition of insecurity? Insecure. Maybe. But not insecurity within yourself. It's insecurity within your relationship. Exactly. And that takes two people. If you were insecure, there is nothing I'm insecure about. Period. No, Let you me should just be. Tell no, you should right be. now. You know, there's nothing I'm insecure about. But insecurity in the relationship, for sure. But at the same time, like, if another woman can essentially take you away. Yep. from me then i never had you in the first place jesus and that's the way that i see it you that's know? the sad truth <clears throat> if it's so easy for someone to just walk by you at work all the time you guys are having conversation and it's just wow are these conversations greater than the ones that we have at home right you know right. what i'm saying like if she's capable of pulling you away in that sense then she can have you 100 percent. because i'm not here for that and that's not insecurity it's just 
you're putting so much more effort into all these other things outside of your relationship when you should be throwing a little bit of that effort my way, you know? And I just... it's going to force him to grow. Like, it's going to force him <clears throat> to step up, to elevate. It's going to force the man to... Be a man. Yeah. And they're... I don't know if it's that they're scared of it or it's intimidating. I don't know. But, like, if those conversations with another female are easy, it's because... she's easy (laughs) you know what I'm saying like quite literally she's easy but also at the same time like he doesn't have to worry about the criticism the nagging just Mm -hmm. the things that inevitably happen once you're in a relationship with somebody and I get that it feels a lot easier to just pal around with a female and not have to worry about she's gonna harp on me about x y and z like what are we gonna fight about today you know but at the same time like if you want to be free then be free you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna hold you you know but you know me as being somebody who's always been extremely loyal when I'm in a relationship when I'm with you that's it I don't go into relationships if I don't want to you know what I'm saying exactly and I'm very selective you know and you know like that same respect exactly and once I'm in a relationship it's not just like a couple months like my relationships have like years to that you know because i'm looking to build something with you yep and i just want respect at the end of the day but you know i also feel like a man who talks to multiple women or feels like he needs to be entertained or his ego needs to be stroked by multiple women is unhappy with himself yep yep that has nothing to do with me you're unhappy with yourself Mm -hmm. and that's something that i've come to acknowledge and accept your self-esteem is low. Yep. You're not happy with yourself. You enjoy the fact that, given your position, you know, you enjoy that. You mm-hmm. enjoy your ego being stroked. And it's not that I don't give it to you. It's just that you... you come with a lot more. Yeah. A lot more. You're unhappy with yourself. So that leaves me questioning, you know... Is it my problem? No, it's really not. I mean, I'll be here for you, but if you're unhappy with yourself, like, you, at the end of the day, the solution is you need to work on yourself. You mm-hmm. need to get better. You need to do whatever you need to do to feel confident to the point where you look in the mirror and say, I want to be a man mm-hmm. for my relationship, for my daughter, for whatever, you know, and come back to me when, <laughs> when you're ready to do that because I'm already there. You know, granted, like, I may not, I may still have questions about what it is that I want to do in life, but I'm talking, like, relationship-wise, I'm looking for that other half that is ready to just be loyal, be committed, be respectful of the relationship, be present, you know? So, I mean, it's tough, the whole guys and girls being friends. I think that's, like a really big topic that continues like you see it Steve Harvey's talked about it here and there we laugh because like yeah but Steve Harvey Steve Harvey yeah but I mean there's so many conversations about it TikToks about it social media posts about it like it's such a I don't want to say a taboo thing but it's a continuous conversation of is it possible and I think there's like certain cases like yourself where it is possible if the two people come to an agreement and say this is all this is going to be and nothing more, no 
friends with benefits, Mm -hmm. no, you know, strictly friends, like, you and I are friends. Like, after this podcast, we're not going to bed together. Correct. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like Boundaries. Boundaries. You need boundaries. Boundaries. That's that's really it. And to respect those boundaries. And then, if, if it's a mutual thing, it can work. Yes. It can definitely work. If it's mutual, but also, you know... I think... I mean, it's inevitable that you're gonna (laughs) fall for me in some way, shape, or form. I get it. I definitely get it. And it's crazy because, like... Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails. This is a continuation of our previous episode of Toxic Traits and Relationships. This is part two. Um, And today, we are enjoying a Paloma cocktail. And we decided we're gonna do something a little fun today. (laughs) Not a little funny. <laughs> um, so we have decided to talk about silver foxes, specifically celebrity males. Let's so this should be interesting. It. I think yes. we're just gonna fire them off and just see Okay. See where we're at. I think we might be surprised with each other. With... I honestly do because yeah. Oh, yeah. sometimes I question your judgment. <laughs> when it comes to looks. I'm like, excuse hey, you... <laughs> right, right. But you might do those with a couple of mine too. Okay, so George Clooney? Yes. Indefinitely. Yes. Indefinitely. 100%. Yes. yes. That's, that's Absolutely. The one. That's, that's Batman. That's not even. That's all the ocean movies. No. That's no. a fact. Yeah. Definitely George Clooney. George Clooney for sure. I haven't seen a whole lot of his movies as I'm going through them, but he is. Uh, Have you seen any of the ocean movies? I've probably seen the first one. Oh my God, Sarah. Sarah. So I'm trying to think of what I did see him in. I've seen him in something. Okay. Fair enough. I've seen him on the screen. I'll, I'll, I know who he is. I'll let it slide. I feel, okay. Can yeah. we let that slide? We can let it slide. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. Damn. All right. Your, your pick. Your pick. Okay. Steve Carell. Really? Bruh. Really? Bruh. Daddy I... as fuck. Steve Carell. Yes. Do you watch The Office? I do watch The Office, but I've never... That's never Have you seen his mind. transformation? I've right seen his now, transformation. Like, girl. I've mm. seen the transformation. However, mm-hmm. I will raise you. <laughs> Not raise <laughs> Jason Bateman. Wait, 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 wait. Jason Dark Bateman. Dark blue eyes. Ozark. He's the lead guy in Ozark. Um, Horrible Bosses, is he in that? Arrested Development. Have you ever seen that show? No. Oh my gosh. Just Google Jason Bateman. You got it. You got it. I think I, I think I know who you're talking about. I would definitely say Jason Bateman over Steve Carell if we're in that similar... Okay, that's your that's your comparison. Yeah. Yeah, but not as much as Steve Carell. All right. <laughs> yeah, but no. I'm with you about this. Okay, and, and you don't have to. And you definitely <laughs> don't have to. Um, Idris Elba. Are you think about it it's the accent for me <gasps> it's the, the accent that, the that does it for me oh but what but like i'm not it's he's not really no no i'm not saying no i'm screaming okay i would take denzel over idris elba okay denzel's that boy have you seen man on fire he said you're gonna take my girl you've never seen man on fire I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've seen the other things. Oh Training Day. Crap. Are you cringing? That's crazy. Are you cringing? Okay. 
We're just kidding. No, we're not going to talk about it. Okay, we don't have to talk about but it. But your homework I is did. to watch that movie. Yes, ma'am. Man on Fire. Man on Fire. You got add it. Add it to your list. Add it to your notes. Put oh, you, you said jot it down. Jot it down. Jot it down. Jot it down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. Okay, but is it true? Yes, your turn. My turn, my turn. Richard Gere? Yes. 100%. Yes. Pretty I'll Woman? Just everything. Doesn't matter. Richard, That's the only Richard one Gere is a babe. Unless, yeah, no. Nah. Um, Definitely Richard Gere. Rick Fox? Rick Fox. I don't know who that is. Yeah, look him up. I didn't think that you would, but I'm sure that you know his face. Rick Fox. What does he look like? He is tall. He has that. He has the silver he, hair. I'm pretty sure he he's is like fair tall. skinned. Oh, yep. And just yep. I don't know. It does things for me. It really does. Rick Fox. Okay, so if we're talking Rick Fox. I would have to say. Um, hold, hold up. If we're if we're gonna oh, that's like your person. Okay. okay. We're gonna compare. My dude, Terrence Howard. From Empire. I know who he is. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how you gonna put him on Rick Fox level though. Cause I can. You sure? Cause it's yeah. not really like Rick Fox. I get it. He's got a nice smile, but like Terrence Howard, there's just something about his whole, his eyes. You know who I don't everything. find attractive that pip- that a lot of girls really do find attractive. And Did it's not that almost slip out of your lips. You, you could have let it go. Did you you could have let it go. Did. That's the crazy part. Like, you really could have just waltzed on by it, but you didn't. Oh you had God. to. Pipple. Yes. Pipple. Okay, so they really. The girls love him. Michael Ely? Michael Ely. Nah. It's a no for me. Okay, agree. It's a no for me. He's not him. unattractive. Uh, Tyrese Gibson's on that list. He's also a no for me. Wait a second. Tyrese, Tyrese? Tyrese Gibson. Oh, he's fine. No. But he's one of them ugly fun. Like, he, he's, it's not even that he is ugly, but most women will find him ugly, but he is attractive because he, he has those, I don't know, he's fine. Okay. And he can sing. Well, you know, I, I don't even think and he, he's could, hilarious. he considers he's in the category of a silver fox, so that's fine. Yeah, true. true. We're going outside definitely. at this point. But. We are, but I mean, if we're going to go down that road... All right, so um, we could go down that road. I'm gonna fire off ones that are a little out there, but I think they're so sexy. So I'm just gonna. I don't know if I'm ready for this one. Daniel Day Lewis. I know who he is, but I don't know that I know what he looks like. Give okay. me a second. Daniel Day Lewis, Gangs of New York, is one of my top movies. If I had a list, Gangs of New York would be on it. He is excellent, and there's just something about him. That's just... Yeah, I've never seen what he looks like. But I read one of his books, um, The Crucible, in school. Okay. So the name definitely, I'm familiar with it, but I didn't know what he looked like and negative. Um, I'm trying to see. Mel Gibson? Excuse me? He, he, that would be... Are you about to tell me... Oh! Oh, and see, yeah. That yeah. Mel Gibson is attractive. Mel Gibson. Oh. Do you know who... And you're going to judge me. (laughs) Because I don't think Tyrese Gibson 
is hot. But you're gonna put Mel Gibson in your lineup, my guy? <laughs> yes. Get the hell out of here. Nah. No, I'm not. That's yeah. crazy. Give me okay, hell. why? 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 Um Mel Gibson, bro, I'm screaming right now. Okay. No, no, what you have it. He's not. You're gonna pick the photo where he's got a beard that looks like Santa Claus. That's I'm the screaming. photo you're gonna use. Maybe I like that. Maybe I'm into that. Me. Maybe I'm into that. Okay. I'm just gonna move on though. Um I'm trying to figure it out. Let's see. That's not who I meant to say though. But he is attractive. John Slattery? Yes. I have no idea who that is. John Slattery and Anderson Cooper. One hundred percent. Anderson Cooper, everybody knows. John Slattery, I saw him first in Mad Men, and I think he's very, very, very attractive. Eric Dane? Eric Dane. Him. Oh, no, that's a horrible picture. Dear God. Oh, God. Men take the worst pictures, I swear. Oh, God. Yeah, no. Yeah, mm -mm. mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, not that one. He was. Not they called him McSteamy. I'm screaming. Oh, he is on that show. What show? Um. Isn't he? He's on. What is that show that the people watch? The medical one. Oh, um. It's been on for like. Grey's Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, is he on it? I don't know. I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. Me either. But I feel, yep, he is. I know a lot of people like Patrick Dempsey. He does not do it for me, I'm going to be honest. Like, if we're referencing the list where, like, you got your typical, like, Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck, like... Oh, Brad Pitt is another good one. Brad Pitt, 100%. The Jaws? Yeah, the Jaws alone. Agree. He gets it for the Jaws alone. Agree. <laughs> uh, do we consider Will Smith to be a silver fox? Oh, she mad as hell. Yes. <laughs> Like, I look at Will Smith and I'm like, eh, no. Oh, he's attractive. Okay. But is he considered a silver fox? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Barack Obama? Yes. Yes. 100%. So do they have to have the salt and pepper slash has to be silver? No, no, no. The definition a of a silver fox is anyone over 40. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. No matter what they got. Okay. No matter what. Yeah, Barack, absolutely. Bring him. Um, what about, let's see. Mm. Joe Biden. Yes. Mm-hmm. Joe mm-hmm. Biden, like, in his current, can't remember what I just said two seconds ago, or I like, never said I liked the guy. younger Joe Biden. Never said I liked the guy, but he is, both. He was fine back then, and he's fine now. <laughs> okay, that's a little left field, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for facts. If we're going to bring Barack, we're going to bring Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let me see if he he's considered, because he is definitely my number one. Let's see. Oh, hell yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Never seen him. G- girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff, like Sicario, you know, the Wolfman is the one that I like the most with him. Wolf. He, he Wolf. can definitely get it. 
Wolverine. What's that man's name? Hugh Jackman? Yes, yes. Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, for sure. Um, I just had one. Oh my god, Johnny Depp. Hell yeah. Bro. Should have started with that. I one. know. Johnny Depp should have been point. number one. Dude. Dear God, how did we forget about him? Oh Lord. That's that's baby daddy right there. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. You would not have to ask. One hundred percent. Honestly, I feel bad if I ever meet him. I feel really bad for him. John Krasinski, he's forty two, so that counts. John Krasinski. Hell yeah. One hundred percent of it. He is. So he had a transformation too on the office. Like it's not that he was never attractive but like you definitely it was the hair was it it was the hair at first it was like kind of like that weird justin bieber like shaggy because they all wore that super cool just rolled out of bed disheveled don't really care look not disheveled and then he eventually cut it yeah and that's when he upgraded Mm -hmm. but leonardo dicaprio yes by far i think i think he wins the title and johnny duff would be number two for me benicio is number three we're talking top three. Those are my top Out three. of all of the men that we said? Yep. Top three? Yep. Johnny Depp? Yep. Idris? Okay. And I think I would have to put Leo on that list, too. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It's Leo. Come on up. <laughs> all right. So, getting into it. Yeah. I feel like part one of this conversation was... Mostly, it was a little 50-50, but I know that you had some points that you wanted to bring up that we weren't able to get to in terms of your toxic traits and relationships. Yeah. And you actually reached out to your former (laughs) exes and directly was just like, hey, listen, I just want to know. Yeah. I can't call the other one an ex. I really can't. No, you can't. can't. But I understand what you mean. Somebody I've, like... They were the first two that came to mind. Right. Honestly. I probably could have asked a couple others that I haven't officially dated, but, like, know me. Yeah. You know, more than most guys, I would say. Okay. So, yes, I did. I reached out to the childhood friend um, and literally just straight up asked him, like, what my toxic traits were. And, like, he listed off, like six or seven of them and then was just like just to name a few like I mean that's just off the top of my head and it was just like okay like <laughs> but I'm the toxic one. okay so <clears throat> he did give a couple I'm definitely not going to list them all I definitely yeah. cannot um but there were only maybe like eight that he came up with some of them I feel were more opinionated in nature but it was also his opinion was valid like okay. I understand he was able to like bring up an instance or explain an instance where like maybe I don't agree but like I get why you feel or felt that way okay so like this conversation low-key like it it went from what could have been a 30-minute conversation to wow that was scary (laughs) so (laughs) disclaimer so I had I had got called for like um jury duty or whatever and I had to like call every week to make sure that they didn't like need me mm-hmm. so I sat in the line because I'm like y'all got me <laughs> y'all not about to lock me up for this okay because yeah, I will for forget real. yes I will forget so um yeah I and it just happened to be an alarm that was still on there um but what could have been a 30 minute conversation was like a three hour conversation knowing us I get why it lasted that long but um it was definitely productive and okay. therapeutic mm-hmm so, um, I think the biggest one, um, 
And I remember, like, we we went back and forth about, like, me and you went back and forth about if it was a toxic trait or, like, a character trait. Mm-hmm. And I think that this one is maybe a little bit of both. Um, but it's procrastination that I lack discipline. So, like, I can get really excited about something or really fixated on something, um, but I lack the follow-through to, like, execute it. Okay. So it may seem that I'm very serious about something, <clears throat> and I'm inching toward that, but the minute I get discouraged, I guess, and sometimes it's not even that, just distracted, um, I'm not as focused on it anymore, but I was, like, hell-bent on it, like, two seconds ago. So I think for him... It was frustrating because it was a combination of me approaching the relationship like that, but me also, like, approaching my goals like that. Okay. And he just wanted me to, like, stick to something. <laughs> it's like, I don't care what it is, but just, like, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I can yeah. be. I can be. I can I can definitely say that I, I share that same trait now that you brought it up as well. That's um, wild. And I don't, I don't know why mm-hmm. that happens. I don't know if it's because, like, we're creatives in a sense and we just have so many different things maybe that we want to accomplish that's gotta be a part of it Mm -hmm. i'm the same exact way there's so many different things that i want to try to do and then you start doing them and something happens where it's just like you know maybe you psych yourself out it's just like is is it going to be successful and then your brain's like not i remember you were talking about that yeah Mm -hmm. so you just don't do it you know and it's like but you could have been I think that's literally the whole point of this yeah. This podcast. It's one of the biggest, biggest sure. reasons why we're doing it. Because it's like, it has been, it's a good idea. It's a great idea. It's just, how do you get from point A to point B? Like, how? Mm-hmm. So, sometimes I think, like for me personally, I think, um, because I, I shoot so high, I, I think that point A is here and point B is right where that wall is. When really, it's probably, like, right here. And I just need to, like, take it day by day, step by step. But it's hard for me to think small scale because I'm always thinking big scale. So, with and, and with certain things, I'm always going to think big scale. Like, I'm always going to shoot high. But I think I'm learning um, that some things just can't be done that, that way. You just can't be productive if you're always pushing yourself um, before you even know. Yeah, he said. Um, <clears throat> you don't you don't complete something unless you see the light at the end of the tunnel. So like until I see it being successful or satisfactory, I'm uninterested. Okay. And I felt that that was a really powerful perspective, and I had to eat that because <laughs> I know that I do it. And um, he probably so he referenced like school. Um, he referenced my like business. Like not finishing school? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously the, there were other contributing factors, and he knew that. Sure. But it was just like um, when a roadblock hit, I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm over this. And he just, you know, like I said, he just wanted me to stick to something. And I understand that because I, I hold myself accountable, but it's also nice to have somebody else to hold you accountable. Um so I think it's, I, as I'm talking about, I think it's definitely more of a character trait than a toxic trait, but I can see how in a relationship it would translate to toxic <clears throat> if I'm not taking anything seriously. How can you take this seriously? I can see that. And I think that if he had 
he he wanted me to follow while he led which was fine and like I said I assumed that role but in order for me to follow I need reassurance mm-hmm. and I think that he felt <clears throat> why why do you need a sh- reassurance if I'm leading like if I got this why do you need to know that I got this but I just needed that reassurance and he didn't seem he didn't think that it was necessary that that communication breakdown was just it was never had until just now almost like you're questioning his your trust in him your faith in him to do what's what's right for the relationship right basically right like how do you know your way is better Mm-hmm. And some maybe it's not always, but like I think he just wanted me to. But that's a valid question, and for him to just be like, "Why can't you just follow me?" Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of questioning it, yeah, that's very much like submissive, in a sense. Yeah, it, but I, I think it's what is supposed to happen. But mm, number one in a marriage, and I think that's that's was. Um, is a lot of our struggles like we did think like we were in a marriage like we both did but like we we weren't <laughs> so why are we trying to force that um which is why things seem so extreme a lot of the time but it was because we were both serious like that was very clear mm-hmm. it's just we didn't have you were both passionate about yeah wanting that future together mm-hmm. we just didn't know how to execute it yeah don't and we're just two different people yeah but it's it's not it's not abnormal for him to ask like, why can't you just <laughs> why can't you just dot 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 yeah <laughs> yeah it makes sense but, but I mean you have you a strong personality that. you have mm-hmm. a strong independent personality and I think you are, you and I are very similar in that we're gonna ask those questions yeah and if you get upset by that or bothered why is that an issue right. why should that ever be an issue why can I ask you you know what your plans are or how we're going to move forward instead of you just saying, why can't you just trust me to lead? It's like, well, we're two people in this, you know, I would like to kind of be filled in on what the plan is. Yes. You know, as you should, if you're a team. Yeah. I think that like, it's, it's tough because like, in order to lead, you also have to listen. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's hard to, listen to somebody that well I can't even say that you don't see as your equal because not that but it can seem that way and it's just like you divide aspects of the relationship up into two people but like at the end of the day you come together mm-hmm. in a marriage in a relationship all of that but I think it's just hard to determine what those roles are and who needs to be filled in on what I think it's difficult to kind of differentiate what the roles are and because I don't think too many people really sit down and say, hey, this is what you're good at, this is what I'm good at, and this is why we work well together. I think it's constantly two people trying to do the same roles that one person may not essentially be fit for, mm. but they still try to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Try and do it. True. But. Sometimes it works, sometimes you stumble across. Yeah. But I think a lot of your points, since you brought them up, are ones that, you know, I can definitely relate to in myself as well. Because I know in my 
my past relationship, you know, it was brought up that I'm not, uh, I'm not consistent. Mm-hmm. There's no consistency. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, saying that I'm going to do, saying that I'm going to do it. And then I don't stick to that goal. Yep. Um, because like you said, it's just, it's not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. And for me, like specifically with creative stuff, cause that's being that I'm in design, if I have to try something new, I'm usually a little apprehensive to do so, even though I know it'll better me yes. for the for the future. Yes. Um, if I'm not good at it right away, then that's it. <laughs> yep. Because I should be good at it. High expectations. High expectations yeah. for yourself. And I don't really think that's necessarily a bad thing, um, but it, it can definitely hinder Absolutely. your growth as a person, for Absolutely. sure. To not you got to learn how to navigate things. that. Um, so I can definitely see relationship wise there being that concern for, you know, if she's not consistent in her own goals, how can she be consistent in a relationship with anything? You know, I definitely can understand that. Um, but I am definitely looking for a little grace because I think we're all human. (laughs) Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, no, I can definitely. It's a valid question. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, it's a smart question. He's really smart like it's not that I never knew that but obviously not speaking to him for a long period of time like you just forget but like he's very smart like he just he is um and I think that he's able to communicate a lot better now because I don't know maybe time apart I'm not sure but he's better he's definitely better at and we're both better at it. Like, I'm better at listening to what he's saying, but he's better at, like, connecting the dots for me. So. Why is that? That always seems to be the case after a relationship. All of a sudden, everyone communicates better. <laughs> everyone's got all this stuff to say. Everyone's understanding. You know, the communication level is just, I guess it's kind of like you can't see, you know, when you're in it, you can't really see it. Mm-hmm. Just, but when you step away, you have so much more clarity in yep. those situations. For sure. And for the longest time, like, that's what you want. Like, you literally just want to be able to step away and not have to worry about somebody doing this or being petty about that. Like, you just need a minute. Like, I think that's what space is or Mm -hmm. should be, Mm -hmm. essentially. But it's it's never thought about that way. And unfortunately, like, it sucks. Because either people get back into a relationship too quick or they just split all together mm-hmm. <clears throat> those are two extremes when it can be worked out but I think you just have to come to an agreement of what that looks like and I wish that um if we were able to do this like this sort of break like I think like maybe three or four years ago we would have been in a better position do I think that things still would have ended up the way that they did yeah oddly enough you still I think do. that situation would have went down I think so I really do um, so you don't think that it was that situation would have still happened and that it wasn't based on communication issues or anything no. of that sort is something completely just no those were our struggles like those are things that we struggled with and struggle with um, but because I th- it, it's definitely because of the childhood bond and the history that we're able to joke about the tough stuff Mm -hmm. like the inside jokes about 
cheating references in general should not be funny, but they are. Mm-hmm. Like in in like with him, um, or even I know that like we know I have a smart ball, so I take shots like intentionally and unintentionally. And he laughed at something that I had said, and that reminded me like. Yeah, that was definitely a dig, but I mean, it just came out. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to watch my mouth too. I yeah. don't even remember if we said a toxic trait was a smart mouth, but I got it. It's bad. Oh, 100%. That's a toxic trait. It's bad. I know I have it too. I know I have it. If you push me enough, it's there. Yeah. Sometimes you ain't even got to touch me. No. no. Sometimes you don't even have to push me. It just comes out. I could roast you without you even knowing yeah. that I'm roasting. You know what I mean? Like, other people do sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's not until I hear something repeated like back to me that I'm just like, ooh, damn, okay. I'm a little spicy. Got that. <laughs> Got you. Let me bring it down. <laughs> but yeah, I'm aggressive as hell. Yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. You are too. I know. <laughs> like you are too aggressive as hell. I know. I don't know how many times I done got that. I know. <laughs> like. Men will really try to be so humble with me. It just does not work. It doesn't work. And I'm like, damn. I don't even know what I did. Yeah. At one point in time, this one guy, he was like, have you met you? <laughs> I'm like, I was like, And we're both sitting here like, I would love to meet you. <laughs> like, I would be best friends Actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that took me for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what was another one? Hmm. Well, just those kind of all group together. Those all, yeah. <clears throat> and I go out of my way to be defiant. That one killed me. You go out of your way? I go out of my way to be defiant. I don't remember if he gave me an example or not, but... I was going to ask you for an example. I am stubborn. Are you stubborn? 100%. Yeah. So I think that... Um, we're we're Leos. Touche. <laughs> That's why people think we're toxic. <laughs> That's why people think... We're... Girl, I just connected something. But honestly, like... Not to be... Literally not to be cocky or arrogant or anything. Because I know that that comes out too. But all of my friends have said I'm the most tolerable Leo they know. Okay. All of them. Like, and all of them. I've definitely gotten that I'm the most surprising Leo because I don't initially come off as that, like... Because I'm so quiet and introverted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But once you get to know me, I mean, it's a completely different story. But I'm definitely the Leo that catches you off guard because I'm not immediately cocky and just... In that your face, center of attention. Like, that that's that's not me. But So, the fact that you're an introverted extrovert makes you seem like, girl? Yeah, we the same. We definitely <laughs> the same. Because I would agree. Like, uh, most people think that I'm shy or quiet. Mm-hmm. And I, I am and I'm not. I just, I got to scope out the energy. You put me in a group of people or Take me to a party where I know nobody. Yeah. Don't. I'm quiet. I'm yeah. not about that. That's not true. I'm not going to say hi. And in a lot of relationships, it's been, you know, you're too quiet. Like, I take you places. Mm-hmm. You don't really talk to anybody. And it, I'm sure it does come off as disrespectful and it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. I just, 
And then on I'm top of the, the screw face, the resting bitch face. On top of the face. resting bitch face. Correct. Yes. Correct. You got a bath. I know, I know. I've, I'm pretty sure I have a bath. But you know what? But you have I'm a bath. I'm not going to have wrinkles. I'm not going to have no smile lines. I'm going to be flawless. Done. In my 60s, you're not going to catch me with wrinkles. Because I don't smile and that's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't smile and that's fine. That was extremely, um, <laughs> I can't say arrogant, but it was something. I no, like I mean my my face just does it does it does what it does. Yeah, yeah. No, you be mean looking, mm-hmm. like for real, for real. And I don't even mean to. It was like, damn. <laughs> right. I could be in the best mood, and someone will come up to me and be like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Because you look really pissed." It's like, no, I was actually having real. a great time before you approached me <laughs> right. and said that I look nasty. Now I'm upset that I got a stink face. Right. So. Sometimes yeah. I think it's like I be like I'm really in my thoughts. So yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just I'm either in deep thought or like I'm thinking so many thoughts mm-hmm. that it's just I don't know what my face is doing. <laughs> like I'm just thinking it's moving. This brain is always moving. But I you definitely have to approach me. And that goes for relationships. That goes for making friends, um, especially <laughs> in relationships with a guy. I will never be the first one to reach out. Whether it's dating apps, whether it's oh, in person, um, it'll never be me. You, and I know, like, for any guys listening to this, they're going to be like, yeah, that's so, that's so typical. Like, <laughs> so typical. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure there's a dating app where the girl has to reach out to the guy first in order to start a conversation. I don't know that's which weird. one. Humble, Bumble. Not Humble. Humble, I'm screaming. There could have been Humble. The but there is a Bumble. Yeah. I haven't been on dating apps in years but anyways i've never used one um don't have nope never wanted whole, to that's a whole other can of worms bro. i bet <laughs> we could we could really get into that because i think so i <laughs> i downloaded um a sugar daddy app no you did not i did i did i sure did a little bit ago listen it might have been around a time with a panty like when it first started because I was freaking out. <laughs> like, I was genuinely freaking out. Sarah said it's a pandemic. <laughs> I, I need to need, find me a sugar daddy. I need funds. Okay? <laughs> and I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I need to take my family with me. Oh so, I'm going to need some, like... Oh, my God. It was sweet. either strip club, okay, which were closed down, or um, OnlyFans. <laughs> and I, that is that is most definitely a viable route right now. Like... There's plenty of people that make not going to fans. But... I would do it in okay. the process of doing it. Okay, would do it. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's that. But yeah, I definitely downloaded the app. I can't remember the name of it, but I did because <clears throat> I think I had tweeted like, "There's a sugar daddy app." Because I honestly didn't know that there was one. <laughs> and girl, I got like 16 retweets, 13 likes. Men's talking about like you know, send me this, send me that, like. Feet picks this, feet picks that. I'm just, you know, dead. different stuff. Like, oh, I'm just looking for companionship. Okay. And then they would tell you to, like, go buy, like, a gift card or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't do it, obviously. Never did anything. Unless you send money to my cash app. Yeah. There's nothing for us to discuss. Yeah. <laughs> but. The companionship I have heard. I, I read an article about this girl who lived in New York City, and she did that. No sexual whatever. Yeah. She would just go out to dinner with these rich older men yeah they would pay her like 500 bucks to yep. go out to dinner she'd be in gucci and fendi and there prada and all it that happens. stuff and yeah it's definitely possible um 
I don't think it would be for me though, personally. But, I thought um, about it too. I, not even morally, because like there's nothing wrong with it, because it's it's like a two way street. It's it's literally what the the other person wants. Like the person literally mm-hmm. wants companionship and to spend money mm-hmm. on you, and the other person wants money. <laughs> so it's a perfect setup for two people that want the same thing. But I don't know if that's something that I want. For real, for real. Like, ideally, it sounds good, but do I really want that? I don't know. Which is why I probably haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's still time. OnlyFans, though, that's a whole... Oh, I do it in a heartbeat. I literally have people asking me to do it. (laughs) So what's stopping you? Um, So I started the process. I had... I had to send him a picture of my ID, and I thought that was very strange. Why? I don't know. So I kind of stopped at that. You're gonna, you're gonna ask someone who wants to sign up for an OnlyFans to send you a picture of their driver's license—the worst picture of anybody on the face of the earth. That part didn't even think about it being like for a reference. Cause why wouldn't you just ask me to send you like a headshot or something? Right. But maybe it's for like. Like, safety reasons? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not abnormal. It's like the equivalent of, are you a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. So I had stopped at that part because I got a little sketched out. But I might, like, you know, pick it back up. I might. I think you should. I, I can definitely say that at one point <laughs> during the pandemic, when shit was getting rough, I thought about getting into the feet pics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But then I stopped because I'm like, that's just, that fetish is just one that I will never understand. And and thinking about a man looking at my feet like, oh yeah. Girl, I ain't going to be thinking about it when I'm counting that money. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you that. I ain't going to be thinking about that. We got bills to pay and I need to get my mother a house. I don't have time, okay? I've done my part in being like the best citizen I could, like legally, but like, this obviously ain't for me, okay? <laughs> and I don't want to go to jail, so this is nice. Sarah like, said it's a happy medium. for me to turn to the dark side. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. Because it could be, you know, it could be crazy concept. But also, like, TikTok, low-key, that is something that I do have. You're doing well on TikTok. My sights set on. Thank you. How many followers do you have now? Um, The last time I checked, it was, like, 3,800. Nice. So... I need to, I'm shooting for 10,000 because that's when you can start like applying for things um, like the creator, creator fund so you can actually make money off it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I used to be obsessed with getting to 10,000 and then I just decided to just put content out and the followers will come and then like small interactions and small likes, you know, obviously add up to the big thing. So it's definitely teaching me patience, but it's still an option. What's your TikTok? What? Username for all the listeners out there. Oh, oh Lord. She said, is. I don't want to just disclose <laughs> that information. Because we don't use names or nothing, you know what I'm saying? So that, okay. You don't have to. I, I don't have to. You don't but have you know to. what? My main race don't pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sobe308. Sobe308. S O. B as in boy, E as in elephant, three zero eight. All right. Yeah, that's it. Do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok, but I mostly have a TikTok to watch videos, not so much to post them. 
I'm very self-conscious. Oh, okay. I, I started off as you as well. Of my voice, of just... I don't, and I think that's why we haven't really started doing podcasts, like, showing ourselves yet. But I would like to eventually... Reveal get ourselves. Yeah, I'd eventually like to do a big reveal. Then we'll have to look cute-ish. I know, that we're going to have to, like, put in effort. We can't just be in sweats. Or can we? Because... True. We both be in sweats and comfortable. I'd rather be comfortable. I choose yeah. comfort over everything. It could be like a Zoom meeting where we got nice tops on, but like from the waist Screaming. down. <laughs> We're in like, we definitely could. We, we absolutely could do that. <laughs> I vote for that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. But, um, yeah, that was a good, that was a good rest for sure. I definitely yeah. relate with a lot of, a lot of things. The men's or the toxic traits or both? Uh, the toxic traits Mm -hmm. the men I think we definitely differ yeah we definitely which is fine everyone's got their different Mm -hmm. opinions and I feel like we missed a couple too but yeah for sure we definitely we we got to the main ones yeah I think but yeah I think this was a really good episode I feel like they all have been it's just it's a good conversation yeah we're just we're I love talking to you. Never haven't, but it's just when we pick a topic and then just put it out there, it just flows. And mm-hmm. I think we're kind of, you know, holding ourselves accountable for the fact that we have been procrastinating on this podcast because we've been talking about it for years. Um, Forever. For those of you who don't know, because I really don't think that we've elaborated too much on this, the whole thought process of doing this podcast started from us just sitting in the car driving just mm-hmm. hanging out or being parked somewhere and that's where I think we would have our deepest conversations was in the car mm-hmm. and we would always joke about how we needed to have a camera in the car <laughs> to like record it because we talked about some things that I think a lot of people can relate to you yeah. know and I think because we're so introverted and we have such a tight circle of, of friends um, I think to do something like this maybe there's other women or even men out there who want to talk about topics like this and you know we're we're like everyone's friends out there listening (laughs) i'm screaming okay now i'm getting nervous i don't like that i so there's a point in time where i completely forget and it's it's weird that i completely forget that that's even there yeah so i'm just talking to you but you like reaching like not reaching out to people, but, you know, addressing mm-hmm. the public or, like, the yeah. three people that are listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's be real, like, there's not too many plays right now, but that's okay. That's all right. We ain't worried about it. We're not doing it for the plays. That's the crazy part. We're but it, it. that's what I'm saying. I really yeah. forget that it's even there, and that is scary because I'll be listening, but I know you don't listen to them, but I listen back, and I'm like, I think I can relate to, now that I'm doing this podcast, I can relate to the actors and actresses when they do a movie and a lot of them say, like, I've never watched my movies because <laughs> yes. I don't want to see myself act. Yes. That's how I feel about this podcast. Correct. I Correct. just want to do nice this. That's a connection. Yep. Publish it, it. And I will never listen to these again. I remember the, after the first episode, you were just like, okay, so like, we listened to like 10 seconds and was just like, nope, 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 nope. nope. No. <laughs> it just put it up there. I have listened to them. I listened to the first two all the way. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the last one maybe like halfway through. Um, I like them. How we doing? <laughs> I like them a lot. And it honestly like, um, 
gives me time to like take notes and just like take reference to some okay. things like I may want to bring up again. Okay. Um, and I have like remember I was just like we um like the the toxic traits. Mm-hmm. So just even being able to reference that, I probably wouldn't have remembered if I didn't listen to it again. So I try to force myself. Yeah, but, but I think you've always had a good memory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I think it'll be fun to um, have some other friends join in, or even have people call in. I know mm-hmm. you mentioned you had a couple people, um, males specifically that had yeah. questions. Um, it would be nice to have a males touch for sure in the podcast (laughs) to kind of get that difference of opinion um and then also next week friday um i am gonna have my friend maria on as well so that'll be exciting and then eventually um you know the three of us could do some podcasts together and also separately yeah Um, maria is another friend that i've been friends with since seventh grade so really deep connections which is great i think it's really really great there's there's no one no one else that I'd rather do these podcasts with than the girls that I'm super close with. So um, and there's a couple other people that I want to have on as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean I don't I don't know what we're gonna talk about in the next episode, but I can't wait. I'll probably I think it'll be a good idea um, for me to try to call in if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anything, it could just be you or Maria. Either way. Yeah. I think um, I'll try to like listen in too. Honestly, we might have to do that. Yeah, but I mean that pretty much wraps up our episode for this week. So um, definitely stay tuned for next week's episode, and we will catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>